there were a lot of uncomfortable feelings um, with that, and I was someone that probably tended to try and either shut them out or run away from uncomfortable feelings. And from this distant vantage point, the Earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, preserve, cherish, the only home we've ever known. The Pale Blue Dot. G'day all friends of the MindMate podcast. Um, super pumped to uh, have you on here for the show for another uh, listening sesh. Um, one of the things I've been coming to realize with the MindMate is just how amazing it's been to actually really get that whole real talk out there, that that authentic discussion. And I really want to hear more of your guys' feedback with about 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 the show and about what we're trying to build with the, with the MindMate. We're trying to help and, and educate uh, blokes um, with the actual business side of the mind, mate, with, um, through high-intensity exercise and ed- emotional intelligence and, and counselling therapies and all these, these beautiful things. But just because that's centred towards dudes, it doesn't mean that, you know, you, are, you lovely ladies can't get in on the action as well with the mind, mate. I'd, so I guess the biggest thing that I'm trying to take away from this is um, feedback, you know. If I, I'd, I'd really appreciate your feedback because... You know, you guys listening to the show now, you really are the uh, on this journey with me for the for the start of it into hopefully what will be a bright and shiny future. <laughs> so, um, look, I'd love your feedback if you wanted to um, hit us up through uh, through Facebook at the MindMate or just leave a rating and review. I really do want to take that on board to, to make this the best um, audio experience as I possibly can for you, and then obviously visual with uh, with our YouTube links. But um, Guys, that's all uh, all from me today. Please, uh, please enjoy the show. Pretty good. Um, just a lot of a lot of life admin going on. Oh uh, yes, uh, very good. Writing up a writing up an online course as well. So yeah. Hopefully, get that out in the next couple of weeks, which has has been good. Mate, that's yeah. been great. Yeah. Do you listen to? You were, um, you were about to lo- launch yours. Uh, I'm not. You I'm had- not. Uh, hopefully, I'll be. I reckon I'm about. Um, uh, four, 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 five months away-ish from doing the first online course. Um, yeah. That'll be, uh, it'll be related to emotional intelligence. So a course mm. through emotional intelligence there. But it's, um, yeah, I've just, like, I've just launched MindFit, um, which is really exciting. So we're um, still in the testing phase of that, but um, all the systems are up and ready to go. So I want to try to build that to get a, um, some good sort of, um, um, clients coming through there, which should be really fun, and then I'll sort to move to the educational courses. I think because I've got um, I've got in my Trello account, I've got all these things that I really want to start pumping out, like edu- educational courses related to emotional intelligence, like learn to play guitar, to woo parties yeah. and chicks, mindfulness, <laughs> functional training. So courses are great, man. You can just have so much fun with them. Oh yeah, it's wicked, eh? It's wicked. It's just yeah, dipping the dipping the toes at the moment, eh? But just kind of seeing how it seeing how it goes, and it's. Like it, it really helps you kind of formulate your ideas as well and get clear on your thinking around the topic if you're trying to teach it to other people. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent. It's the best. The best way to learn is to teach. Mm. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Chris, oh, mate, uh, nice to officially right. welcome you. We'll probably leave all that in for a bit of fun. Nice sweet, to, um, sweet. yeah, look, mate, nice to officially welcome you onto the MindMate podcast. Thank you. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. Eh? It's uh, always a little bit more uncomfortable for me sitting on this side of the microphone yeah. and getting questions asked of me. But mate, uncomfortable is okay. 
<laughs> it is, it is, yeah, yeah. I was, I had to sort of say that to myself a few times, eh, before the before the call. Yeah, you uh, you caught me going for a nervous wee before. Yeah, so it's, yeah. All, it's all on here. How'd you go, mate? Did you uh, post that to social media? <laughs> Facebook Live. Okay, eh? good. Live, so yeah, check that out. Yeah, no, I'll I'll have a look at it. Make sure to share it. Um, make sure you just chuck a filter on it to make sure you look uh, hydrated. So. <laughs> Yeah. Not the not the kind of yellow gloss nah. on the top, eh? Yeah, you want to be using uh, Lark, I believe it's called. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll bear that in mind for future uh, urine-related yeah. posts. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Chriso, mate, um, uh, first thing I'm going to say I wanted to ask you um, is where did the name come about from? Like, I'm assuming you had some sort of personal experience or what, what got you interested in um, the feeling of being uncomfortable? Oh. Do you want the Do you want the short version or the slightly longer? I want version? the slightly longer version, mate. No filters. Okay, no no filters, sweet mate. Um, so I'm a I'm a 34 year old Kiwi guy, um, and in growing up in New Zealand, like most young Kiwi males, I was pretty much into every sport that was that was going on mm-hmm. uh, back in the 80s and the 90s. Um, probably my my main ones were were cricket and rugby. But I tried my hand. Um, some of my mates needed uh, another member of their squash team one year, so I played played that. Did a, did a bit of triathlon, did some athletics, did some swimming. Just kind of dabbled. So I was pretty good at um, at getting out of my comfort zone from a physical perspective. Sure. Uh, probably like most young Kiwi males, and I'm assuming a lot of young Aussie males as well, that I wasn't so flash at getting uncomfortable sort of around relationships or around sort of emotional uh, issues you kind of you, you grow up in, in these countries and um, it's like a, oh, you're a you're a boy you'll you'll be right you yeah just kind of push them through just brush it off yeah 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 so I mean but yeah grow, growing up a lot of things are uncomfortable because a lot of things are new for you of course. everything is a new challenge that you that you're taking on and uh, that you're sort of trying to, to overcome or work around or work through. Um, so yeah, that that kind of went on for until I until I finished up uni actually. So okay. my day job I work as a physiotherapist. So I went down to Otago and, and studied physiotherapy down there. And yeah, just kind of kept reason consistently challenging myself. Mm. But then once I once I graduated from university for some reason, I had it in my head, and I don't know why this is actually, um, and I don't know actually if it is important or if it's if it's not, if it's just something that's it is what it is, and I just need to kind of work through. Yeah. Um, but I kind of I, I got the impression, or I thought society told us that once you'd once you'd finish uni, once you'd got a job, then actually that was that. You just kind of that was your life. That yes, was, that was what happened. So. I can't. I just sort of stepped back and stayed comfortable. And basically, I, I worked, I partied, uh, hung you out with devils. <laughs> played a little, yeah, played a little bit of sport, did a little bit more partying. Um, it, and in and of itself, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. But that was kind of something that I got caught up with for for a good few years. Actually, you know, I was kind of just drifting along in life, hmm. uh, not really sort of feeling that engaged with anything and kind of just operating from a, from a really fixed place that sure. this is, this is what it is. This is, 
this is what life is life is like. But having this kind of really uncomfortable feeling around that, just thinking, well, shit, if this is what life is going to be like, then that is going to fucking suck for yeah. the next sort of 60 or 70 years, yeah. isn't it? Um, and it, t- it took me a while. It was a little bit of a slow burn, actually, to come out of that and figure out for myself that, well, I'm not doing anything sort of outside of my comfort zone. I'm not challenging myself in any way. Um, maybe that's what I need to do to actually start getting a little bit more excited about life and getting getting sure. engaged with it a wee bit more. So I kind of I started to set little things for myself in terms of some challenges just to push me a little bit more and kind of take me out and, and, and do some things. And I found actually that, Hey, this is this is pretty exciting. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy things again as I yeah. start to challenge myself and start to push myself. But one thing that I did find as well was so much harder to get back into it and, yeah. um, and start stepping outside of your comfort zone again because it was probably it would have been sort of five or six years by this this stage that I'd, I'd finished university and kind of just been been drifting along uh, and. It, yeah, got to that point and was thinking, well, actually, this is this is exciting for me. Um, I'm starting to sort of build a little bit of momentum in terms of kind of taking on some challenges, but it's still pretty tough work. And if I'm having this problem, then there's probably a whole lot of other people out there that sure. are, are struggling kind of overcoming discomfort, whether that's they're just kind of checked out for a bit like I had and, uh, and we're trying to get back into into it engaging in life yeah or whether they'd never really learned that in the first place yeah and had just floated through life so that was that was kind of the the impetus for starting to think about being uncomfortable and embracing <clears throat> discomfort and getting out of your getting out of your comfort zone and um it's it's led me down a pretty interesting path actually kind of having a having a look at some of the some of the science around that, mm. which there's not a huge amounts actually. So that might be something <laughs> that might be fun. It's been very interesting. I know nothing yeah. about it scientifically, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now it'd be it'd be interesting to kind of maybe get into a little bit of that yeah. uh, later in my life and sort of start to understand that the science around it a little bit more. Um, but also kind of talking to oh shit, over a hundred people now yeah. about their experiences with with getting out of their comfort zones and, and getting uncomfortable, but actually you, you asked about the name, so that's the long version. Sure. The short the short version about the name is, um, I was actually I was in the gym rehabbing someone one day, um, and we got to the point in their rehab program where, like they were doing pretty well. Yep. But we just needed to push it a little bit to to get to the next level, which is a nice metaphor for life. Yep. As well. Um, and I was like, I'm going to give you this exercise to do, and I want you to feel it. I want it to hurt a little bit because mm. that's now how we know that we're working the right way. That's how we know that hey, we're stressing the right things in order for them to adapt and improve. Yep. I don't want it to be so painful that you start to cry, but I want it to be uncomfortable. Yep. Uncomfortable is okay with this one. Cool. Then I was like, I'd been playing with this idea for a while, and then I was like, oh, boom. There it's it is. A, it's, it's the name. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's great. And um, do you get uh, 50% of the proceeds to that client? Or? <laughs> I can't. 
can't actually remember who it was. Oh, that's what they all say, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've caught myself saying it so many more times actually yeah. in the in the gym uh, when I'm when I'm working with people. And the and the <clears throat> the problem is that all the guys that I work with as well know I have this podcast. Yeah. Um, Called, called this so every time I say it they'll they'll kind of give me a look yeah. and they're like are you just trying to market your podcast yeah. to, to <laughs> exactly right so I guess um, let's, let's look to the podcast now um, mm. what uh, what are some of the things that you've learnt uh, I guess like what's the general consensus been in terms of people's experience with um, being uncomfortable because I know when you had me on the show mine was mine initially sprung about from you know, not genuinely making a conscious decision to become uncomfortable, but it was something to kind of figure out a way how to not feel so confusingly uncomfortable all the time. So, um, what were your, I guess, what have you, what, have, what are some of your takeaways from some of the people that you've, um, you've been, been able to, uh, to interview? Yeah, interesting. Um, I think, like, as a as a general consensus, like, I talk to a lot of people from a, a whole lot of different backgrounds. So, um, people like yourself, Tommy, um, also athletes. Not to say you're not an athlete. Uh, <laughs> True. Fatties like yourself, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, mate, you, you've got a body. You're an athlete. Yeah, let's give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, adventurers, uh, business owners, authors. Um, actresses, just randoms as well, and and everyone has everyone has something that they're uncomfortable about. Everyone has a comfort zone, but everyone's comfort zone is different. Yep. Based on um, actually, for example, I, I was talking to a burlesque dancer oh, one wow. day. Um, it, yeah, which was a really fascinating conversation. But obviously, she gets up and dances on stage in front of a whole lot of people wearing not a whole lot of clothes, yeah. which she is absolutely sweet with, but she's absolutely terrified of driving. Really? That makes it super uncomfortable. Wow. Um, and for probably 98, 99% of the population, it would be the other way around. Yeah. Imagine. So, I mean, that everyone, everyone has a different comfort zone, no matter – like no matter your background, no matter what you what you've done in the past, that your experiences and your thoughts and your beliefs have you have led you to that point of thinking, okay, no, I'm I'm sweet with this, but that thing over there, no, that that gives me um, some kind of worry, some kind yeah. of discomfort. There's something that I'm not I'm yeah. not certain about with that. So that's, I mean, that's one of the big things that I've that I've taken away. Okay. I bet everyone gets uncomfortable with with something. Yeah, for sure. But and yeah, sorry. You can, yeah, uh, like 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 with physical training, uh, you can train your comfort zone and you can train your experiences as well. Um, you don't always want to go and just jump into the into the scariest thing that you can imagine, because often you'll you'll overwhelm yourself yeah. with that. I think we, we talked um, when we you had a chat in my podcast about this concept called optimal anxiety, yeah. where actually it's a it's a lovely little uh, parabolic curve that with um, as you get stressed, your performance increases and it um, it increases reasonably rapidly with yeah. with that stress increase, um, and, and you get to a point actually where your your reasonably stressed but 
actually your performance that you're just kind of crushing it. This is sort of like when you're lifting cars off children and, and yes. that kind of thing. Um, the adrenaline and the, the inflammation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just kind of hones your focus and gets you in the zone. Yeah. But actually going over that stress point, you start to, you start to experience a sense of overwhelm and you start to um, get actually a loss of performance. Yes. Because you're because you're overwhelmed, and then that goes all the way down to kind of being so stressed that you just end up in a in a quivering heap on the on the floor, yeah. probably have yourself. Um, so most of the people that I've talked to, actually, the the best way that they've managed to expand their comfort zone is doing it progressively and yeah. kind of doing it in a in a reasonably small stepwise fashion. Yeah. it depends on the depends on the kind of area of discomfort but it also depends on kind of the experiences of that person as well so one guy that I, I talked to he's a dude that um, has climbed Mount Everest so his next challenge was to row a boat from Singapore to Northern Australia ride his bike from Northern Australia to New South Wales and then row his boat from um, from Australia to New Zealand Jeez. so that was that was kind of the next step for him yeah. for getting uncomfortable, um, but there's there's also kind of people like musicians that I've talked to that actually playing a song at home in front of no one yeah. to then going and playing in front of their family and then going and playing in a small crowd and then going and playing a big concert that that tends to be more kind of the the, the progression that people take to expand their expand their comfort zone. So, yeah, another big thing was that a comfort zone is trainable if you put in some time and you put in some focus yes. with it and you take small enough steps so as not to overwhelm yourself. So, I mean, like, I know for, um, in you know, with psychologists and, and, and anxiety experts, they always talk about... Um, the realm of exposure therapy and how, you know, a little bit of exposure, like what you're talking about, those progressive steps can actually be really good for us to actually take that accountability on and that responsibility and, and train ourselves um, to actually expand that comfort zone. You know, I think I think anxiety can be a little bit of a different thing sometimes because you're almost working back and going, hey, you know, let's actually bring this fear back down from, from this particular experience or, 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 or landscape because... I've reworked. I've worked myself up to such an aggressive state that now I have to backtrack and teach myself that it's actually okay. I'm not going to be in danger. I'm not going to be in danger. But um, as a as a slight tangent, mate, I'd love to know um, some of some of your areas that are uh, that are slightly uncomfortable for you. Did you ever did you ever feel a little bit awkward starting a podcast, or where uh, where have you kind of uh, stepped over the line? Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of areas that are that are uncomfortable for me still. Um, starting a podcast was was a really uncomfortable sure. step for me. I mean, I've a week, two weeks ago, I just cracked over a hundred episodes. So hey, it's not quite as not quite as uncomfortable anymore. That's good. But I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of sort of um, internal voice that was going on for me at the time. Um, I knew it was something that I that I wanted to do and that I wanted to test out and just to kind of figure out, hey, actually, 
will people just more than my mum listen to yeah, me? Yeah, um, Not that we don't love your mum. We love your mum. <laughs> and thanks for listening to all 100 episodes, mum. Yes. It's, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, She's been uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I now have 102 downloads. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> um, no, so like, there was a lot of sort of inter- internal self-talk that was going on initially saying, uh, no, actually, people aren't going to listen to you at all. People won't want to talk to you yeah. on your podcast. Yeah. Like, why would they want to come and talk to For you? For sure. And also, I mean, it was it was kind of a safer, safer start in terms of kind of being able to ask people questions. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I had such a reliance on me actually having to kind of experience a whole lot of insight and kind of deliver yep. deliver all that knowledge but again that was there was a worry for me it was are people going to want to listen to to what i have to say as well not just the questions that i ask mm. but i've got to a point now um we're actually on a, on a friday i throw out a little five minute episode with um just kind of a little nugget around either it's uh, a strategy or a little bit of of science or a story around how to get uncomfortable and how to sort of help train yourself to be okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and again, there was, I went through exactly the same things when I did that as well as like, oh shit, are people going to, are people going to appreciate what you have to say? Do I have anything to say? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like through progressively getting uncomfortable, throwing, throwing things out, um, with the podcast up until that point, it, it, it kind of allowed me to take that next next step with it. Um, another thing that I found quite challenging was because it was something that was reasonably personal that if I put something out there and I got a little bit of negative feedback on it, it actually, it, initially I kind of felt that as a little bit of an attack on myself. Of course, of course. Um, no, yeah, even though it kind of has not a whole lot to do with who I am intrinsically as a person, you're like, shit, I'm, I'm wrapped up in this. Someone, someone's knocked it a little bit. That makes me feel bad about myself and <laughs> makes me question who I am and if I'm a, if I'm a good person. But the beautiful, the beautiful irony in what you're doing and what you just said is that by someone attacking you, putting yourself out of your comfort zone is something that's so powerful to train. So it's actually a positive. Yeah. yeah. And I look back on it now and I think, Oh, actually that's, uh, that, that is a cool thing. And I mean, none of the, none of the remarks that I ever got were overly scathing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think enough people, and I don't think enough people listen to me to, uh, actually kind of have any haters. Mate, um, yeah. Just the scathing Scathing remarks from my mum occasionally. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I experienced the, the same things um, when, when we started Adventure Fit Radio. It was a thing of like, oh shit, you know. We we went into it pretty deep straight up from the from the get go. You know, we we were talking about you know some pretty sexually explicit things, swearing all the time, and you know. But I mean, irrespective of you know how far we went into it this way and that, I think the thing that you touched on, which is a fantastic point, is the fact that when you start a podcast. You can't act, you know, if you're on a radio show or if you're doing all these sorts of things, it's it's just you 100% all the time, you know. There's only so much acting you can do before the real you comes out on a podcast 
And this is, I guess, what Brene Brown talks about in The Power of Vulnerability. But when it's just you and someone attacks you, you've got nothing to hide. And you can't fit, you can't necessarily, I mean, you can work on it, you can make yourself better, but they know you for you and your authentic self. And that's a very vulnerable position to put you in. But alternatively, it's also something that's very, very empowering because when you're your honest self and you have that degree of authenticity spreading out to the world, people know you for you and you can build on that to such an extreme that you can really make yourself the best person you can be. Mm, yeah, I, I completely agree with you there, mate. I think it's like it, it's quite hard sometimes to get to that place of uh, being okay with the discomfort of being being vulnerable. For sure. I mean, a, a lot of us put on masks to to the world and try and kind of portray ourselves like through almost through a, a like a social media filter. Yeah. That actually, this is this is what I think other people want to think about me. So this is who I'm going to try and portray to the world, and that doesn't always feel like it. Kind of uh, it hits it hits home with yourself, yeah, internally. But I think actually you know, people are going to engage with you a lot more, and uh, actually going to kind of listen to what you say and have deep, have a deeper conversation if you can start to drop drop the mask and um, actually kind of speak a little bit more from talking about speaking from the heart sounds real cliche kind of <laughs> Loser. Speaking, speaking from your values and speaking nah, for from sure. kind of what's what's important to you yeah absolutely and you know more often than not i mean but i mean it has so many far-reaching effects not not only from an authentic perspective i mean you know the number i mean number one the reason why i wanted you on the show was obviously because we went back and forth and became pretty pretty cool mates despite never actually uh shaking hands which is the power of the yeah. modern world but uh Number two, mate, you got that authenticity aspect and the three pillars of the MyMate podcast are mental health, spirituality, and authenticity, you know, and it's important and I think um, it's all lovey-dovey and woo-woo and all that sort of stuff to say, hey, you know, be your true self and be your authentic self, but fundamentally, if you want to achieve something in life, if you want to build a business, if you want to build an amazing podcast and all this sort of stuff, you know, you have to have that aspect because you will become relatable and you will build a following. And, you you know, this is why I think the, the turn of social media from always having a tanned, you know, photo looking fucking sexy and 10 out of 10 all the time is kind of weaning a little bit because, I mean, sure, it's, it's um, I'm not, I'm not having a dig at models and all that sort of stuff because they're working on their business and they're working on their personal brand and stuff. But relatability is, is an innately evolutionary ingrained phenomena for human beings you know we we need to relate we need we're social we want to get along with one another and if you want to put yourself down as a thought leader or anything you just want like another mate you know make someone laugh a bit more just be relatable you know have that side to you Mm, mm. Mate, remind me not to uh, send you through a picture for the episode with my top off (laughs) with a 14 pack But I, th- I think, um, yeah. Again, like I mean, kind of being being relatable and being vulnerable is it's not just imp- important in a podcast and not important in a business, but it's important in life in general as well. And I think um, it, a lot of the conversations that I've had with people that actually, if you if you're open and you're honest about kind of who you are and, and some of your flaws as well. It almost gives people the gives people permission and gives people the opportunity to say, actually, this dude 
doesn't have it all together. Yeah. He's, he's not kind of the person that I think about. He's actually going through some shit that I've been going through or something similar that I've been going through as well, mm. but I've been hiding because mm. I thought it was just me. I, I didn't think it was anyone else that yeah. was out there. And someone, I mean, you, you never know who you're going to affect with that conversation and, and opening up initially to allow someone the, the opportunity to kind of come back and say, actually, I've been struggling with this too, and, and start to engage in, in a conversation and kind of work through that together. Look, I, I totally agree, Chris, and the, uh, I think this is a perfect segue to lead to our final two questions of the show, mate, and um, mm-hmm. the first one is, in your personal life, if you, don't, if you don't mind being that authentic self that you are, my friend, what was the lowest point? What was your lowest point? Yeah, yeah. So I saw this question, Tommy, and I was you you've caused me to do a little bit of do a little bit of digging in regards to that actually. And um, I mean, we kind of discussed at the start of the podcast um, how I was just kind of floating along and was thinking that this is this is kind of reasonably shit in terms of <laughs> if this is what life is going to be like. Yes. Um, I mean, there were not not to say that there weren't exciting things in there at, at the time, but like there were a lot of uncomfortable feelings uh, with that, and I was someone that probably tended to try and either shut them out or run away from uncomfortable feelings. And sure. kind of one of the one of the coping mechanisms that I that kind of became a really bad habit actually was alcohol. Okay, and yeah, and just kind of having a few drinks to to block block out those uncomfortable feelings, and sometimes, yeah, well, reasonably often going going overboard with that actually to, to mm. sort of block block that out, and mm. kind of that again, sort of coupled with um, with kind of not having any not having any engagement or, or kind of drive in life sort of started to turn into a bit of a, a bit of a negative spiral and kind of pull me pull me down and um, I mean it was uh, alcohol or, or drugs of any kind are, they're an interesting thing as well because it also gives you someone else something else to blame yes. for your situation yes um, but that it kind of there was a there was a realization that I was like okay I don't want to don't want to do this anymore in terms of I want to be more engaged in life and I don't want to I don't want to go out and just get shit faced yeah um, just to try and kind of hide from it but it kept happening and it was it was something that it was it was a kind of a massive sort of um, habit that I'd got into yeah. and it took a it, it took a little while to break actually but. Wow. Like it was, it was tough. Wow! Um, I, like I'd, I'd woke up some mornings and I just, I just like fuck this, this happened again. And yeah. It's just like you kind of like, am I just a, a horrible person that can't that can't manage this at all? Yeah. Um, turns out I'm not. Um, <laughs> turns out, turns uh, out you are, man. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it, like it was a pretty, it was a pretty low point for me in terms of kind of just being being in that space and trying to just trying to run away. Mm, mm. No, mate, I appreciate you sharing. That's that's interesting. Um, and finally, Chriso, um, 
if this does apply to you, um, what does spirituality mean to you? What's um, what's something that you believe in? Um, I guess in that realm. Mm. Yeah. Again, this is a this was this one made me think. Um, I was brought up as a as a Catholic. I went to primary uh, Catholic primary schools, and uh, so went to went to church, and I've kind of. Probably, like if you if you defined me at the moment, I, I, I guess you'd probably kind of put the term agnostic. Okay. Me, um, I mean, I, I think that the short answer to that is I don't know. Sure. Um, I'm. There's, I think there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't know that we don't understand. Yeah. Um, whether there's a whether there's a god or whether there's many gods or whether there's multiple dimensions or <laughs> whether there's life in space, lollipop um, land. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know actually, but I'm I'm open to their being. Um, I, I think yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm excited actually if there, if I were to find out that there that there was mm. something like that, um, I think kind of from a from kind of trying to to live my life alongside like along kind of a a spiritual path, mm. um, I probably the, the the things that I resonate with with mostly um, I mean there's there's elements of uh, of Christianity that I resonate yeah. but, um, with, but probably more kind of from a almost a sort of a, a Buddhist perspective. Yeah, um, thrown in with a little bit of wrapped up with a little bit of Stoic philosophy yes. and um, and yeah, kind of and, and tying that stuff in together. So I think I, I probably try and live or wanting to try and live more sort of from a from a values based approach and kind of. Be open to the possibilities that that life may may throw at me. Whether that is um, something kind of emotional or, or spiritual, or um, just kind of working around this question in order to not give you a straight answer. Definitely, definitely, <laughs> I love it, mate. And uh, Chris, mate, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Um, where can people find you? Um, Talk to us about the podcast. Where can we find you there? And uh, yeah, right. Um, no, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, Love it, mate. You guys can connect with me on uh, social media. I think Facebook and, and Instagram. I, it's uncomfortable is okay. I'm on Twitter as Chris Desmond NZ. I tweet maybe once a week when right. a podcast episode comes out. Yes. Um, but best thing that you could do is get out your phone right well you probably got your phone out listening <laughs> to this podcast yes go into your podcast app search for the uncomfortable is okay podcast and hit subscribe to that that'll be the that'll be the best thing you could do beautiful it's a uh, it's a fantastic podcast i love it i'm a subscriber myself and um i think it's fantastic so all the my mate followers and listeners you should absolutely do yourself a favor Chriso, legend thanks for coming on the show man Oh, pleasure, Tommy. Always great to chat, mate. Beautiful, mate. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Bye. Beautiful, mate. Cool, man. That was that was good fun. Yeah, I, I try to keep them um, a little bit shorter than we do with Adventure Fit. Um, you know, we Adventure Fit sometimes go for. I mean, every now and then a show 
you know, we'll go for over an hour or something. But some, most of the time I try to keep this to 35-ish minutes, something like that. So um, yeah. I like the idea of just um, – I like those – I like – you know how at the end we do our six from six? Yeah, our, yeah. Our show, this one here, I want those last two questions to stand – as a bit more conversation, so to give the actual listener a bit more time to explore those, because they're very deep questions, but they're something, I mean, both, think I'm very obsessed with both of them, I love them, so. Yeah, I like them, and they, they really make you think, and uh, I saw your Instagram post about uh, deep conversations, and yeah. yeah, they they do kind of inspire deep, deep conversation, and I mean, that, the spirituality one is, a, it's an interesting one, eh? Alrighty guys, thank you so much for listening to that show. I genuinely hope you get uh, something out of it just by uh, all these beautiful, amazing people just having their real talks and authentic discussions. Um, Like I said in the intro, guys, I really genuinely do value your feedback. That's what keeps this thing growing because I want to try to meander it based on what you want to hear. So hit us up through iTunes, on Facebook, um, on Instagram, The Mind Mate, any, anything, any way you possibly can, I, I genuinely will, uh, will, will appreciate it. So uh, I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.